I'm Jeffrey Clark, and this is 90s Youth Life. So I'm not exactly what you would call a Disney Park enthusiast, because I've only been to Disney World a few times, but... I do appreciate everything that Disney parks do, especially those things that are considered fan favorites and things that have been around for the longest time. So that is why I was saddened to hear that Splash Mountain at the Magic Kingdom at the Walt Disney World Resort officially has closed down. In fact, it shuts down the day before I recorded this episode. It is being taken away in favor of a Princess and the Frog ride, and I think that is kind of overdue in the sense that more people know about Princess of the Frog than Song of the South. It's going to be called Tiana's Bayou Adventure, and that's not really the ride's fault. I mean, Song of the South, even, I would say, around the time the Magic Kingdom version opened in 1992, a few years after the Disneyland version opened in 1989, it was pretty much swept under the rug. And I'm not going to get into the controversy surrounding Song of the South or anything surrounding here. That's not why I'm here. I just want to talk a little bit about Splash Mountain at the Magic Kingdom. So like I said, it first opened in 1992. And I have been to Disney World three times, once in 1997 and again over the past five years, once with my now wife for a full vacation, then we took a detour to Disney World while we were on our honeymoon in Daytona Beach. So the Splash Mountain ride, my first experience with it, I remember when I was a kid, there was a group of people surrounding the ride. I wasn't quite sure why, but at the time, the big waves that some of the drops would have would be such that people could get close enough to them that you could get splashed just by watching this ride. Not hugely soaked, mind you, but still you were able to get a little bit wet. And besides, who wouldn't want that? You didn't have to ride the ride or anything. You just get a little water. But when I went back over 20 years later, I realized that there were more surroundings to it, so you couldn't really experience the wetness unless you actually rode the ride or maybe they just weren't making the big splashes anymore like i remembered because the splashes were not coming up to people who weren't riding the ride were but either way it was still a fun ride when i finally got back on in fact the same fun ride that i remembered so at least that wasn't a big loss so pretty much the whole ride like I said, is Song of the South themed specifically around Br'er Rabbit and Br'er Fox and, of course, Br'er Bear. And, of course, I couldn't believe how many people would want to ride this ride considering how Song of the South has pretty much gone out of fashion and Disney pretty much pretends it doesn't exist anymore. But I did get a chance to see it online once. I believe somebody uploaded the whole movie to YouTube and it did definitely help me when I went back years later understand a little bit more about what was going on because the ride was pretty much all about the Br'er Rabbit tales that Uncle Remus would tell the kids during the movie. And I could definitely tell 
what they were referencing when I went back years later and I saw, I mean, spoiler alert, I guess it's not really a spoiler anymore because the writers closed, uh, seeing Br'er Rabbit being hung over a pot, getting ready to be burned alive, and that was what you saw right before the big drop. And when I saw that in the movie, and I saw on the right, I'm like, yeah, this all makes sense now. And the songs, of course, were very popular, uh, even if the movie's not popular anymore. How do you do? Everybody's got a laughing place. And of course, zippity-doo-dah. And I feel like that even though people didn't really get the references, they just liked to go on the big water drop ride at the Magic Kingdom. And I think that was the big appeal of it, even if they didn't necessarily understand what was going on. And I'm pretty sure you have to be of a certain age who ever actually seen Song of the South. But if the little kid has seen Song of the South, then more power to them. Not necessarily because of the racial undertones that goes in there, but just because they've seen a piece of Disney history that is becoming more and more difficult to find with each passing year. And with Splash Mountain at Disney World closing, uh, more people are going to miss out on an opportunity to experience Song of the South at least a little bit. But it's really not about the movie. It's about the original ride being closed down to make room for a ride that more kids are familiar with. And I think that's just a shame. And the fact that it was around in the 90s and continued up through the day I recorded this, it is something that we should take, not take for granted. And just so you know, Disneyland is still operating Splash Mountain as is Tokyo Disneyland. But as far as Disney World is concerned, Splash Mountain no longer exists. So... I thank Splash Mountain for the thrills that it gave and all the wetness, the splashes that it gave. And I think it's an appropriate final image to see everybody celebrating at the very end Br'er Rabbit's return. Because why would you not want to celebrate that? And of course, the big letters on the ride right before you left were, It's the truth. It's actual, everything is satisfactual. And it is the truth, actual and satisfactual, that we love Splash Mountain as the Magic Kingdom. And hopefully those of us who have fond memories of it will be able to pass this along to the future generation. And, of course, if you really want to see Splash Mountain, you can go to Disneyland. But as far as Disney World is concerned, like I said, it's gone, it's finished. And hopefully Tiana's Bayou Adventure will be just as thrilling, but a piece of Disney World history is gone, and we can't change the past, but we can remember it in our hearts and in our memories. So for bonus content and podcast news, you can like the Nice Youth Life Facebook page. You can also hear all my episodes at youthlife90s.podbean.com. I'm Jeffrey Clark for 90s Youth Life. Grow old, but don't grow up.